More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, blocked is someone or something standing between you and the life or relationship you want? Let us help you get unblocked. 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popcha. And today on More to Life, Blocked. You know, we all want to make changes in some part of our life or relationships, but often we run into obstacles, and sometimes those obstacles take the shape of, you know, different challenges that we face. Other times it's people who are undermining us or okay. discouraging us or getting in the way. Of course, sometimes we trap, trip over our own two big fat feet, and uh, <laughs> you know, we find that we are our own worst enemies. Today we're talking about change, and we're asking you, are you struggling? to make a change you'd like to see happen in your life or an important relationship. Maybe something or someone does keep undermining or blocking your progress, or maybe you feel like you're getting in your own way. Whatever the situation is, we want to help you get unblocked and start walking the path toward a more abundant life. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Whether you're talking about making a change in your personal life, looking at changing something in your marriage or your family life to make it more satisfying and rewarding, or just any part of any kind of change you'd like to make that would lead you to a more abundant life. Let us help you identify those next steps toward success. You know, as you were saying, Greg, that sometimes it's, as you put it, we trip over our two big fat feet, but it's, it's often we're tripping over our own internal messaging, you know, that we, we think, I want to be this kind of person. And then we have all the negative messages from ourselves, from other people that Satan's using against us to say, you can't do that. You can't be that kind of person. You can't be as virtuous as you want to be. You can't be as strong as you want to be. You can't do those things that you think would be good for you to do. You can't become who God's calling you to be because, and then there are all these messages. Sometimes those are coming right at you from the people you're living with. You know, perhaps you're trying to be a more grace-filled person, a person that's on some kind of path that you believe God is putting you on, and the people in your life are getting in your way. They're, they're, they're dragging you down in some way. They're telling you no in their behavior or in their words. If it's you, if it's other people, if it's relationships that are keeping you at an arm's distance. You know, often we use the word blocked now in, in a social media or, you know, communication kind of way. If you want a relationship in your life with someone you care about to be better, 
and they're getting in your way of making that better because they won't meet you even halfway. Let's talk about this stuff today. Get this block out of the way so you can thrive in God's grace and know that he's helping you to become everything he created you to be. 877-573-7825. Again, that number is 877-573-7825. If you're feeling blocked in some change you'd like to make in any area of your life or your relationships, we are here to help you get unblocked and start walking that path to a more abundant life. Again, the number 877-573-7825. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. And for folks who aren't aware of what that is, um, St. John Paul, when he was Pope, gave a series of reflections over the course of five years that looked at how creation reveals God's plan for leading a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships. The theology of the body reminds us that when we look at our life, what we see isn't what we get. In the beginning, we were created for a more abundant, intimate, joyful, and holy life. More importantly, through God's grace, we are destined to live a more abundant, intimate, joyful, and holy life again. Of course, that doesn't happen on its own. First, we need to be in constant prayer, asking God to teach us how he wants us to respond to every moment of every day. We have to cultivate the mindset that we don't know anything, especially when we think we do. We need to ask God to teach us how to live each moment of every day as if it's the first time we're experiencing it. That is the poverty of spirit that allows God to lead us through the changes he wants to make in our lives. How would I work for the ultimate good of the person in front of me? What would it mean for me to be my best self in this situation, especially when my plans are being frustrated? You know, like a toddler learning to walk, when we adopt this approach, especially in the face of the changes we'd like to make, we become God's little children, reaching out for his hand, asking him to teach us how to live the whole, healed, godly, grace-filled life that he created us for. So that's what we're talking about today on More to Life. You know, when you're looking at that change you'd like to make, either in your own personal life or a relationship that's important to you, and you're feeling blocked, you know, our natural tendency is to just kind of throw our hands up in the air and say, well, I guess it's not meant to be. I guess God doesn't will it. Well, I mean, that may or may not be true. Um, but generally speaking, if you're praying about that change uh, and, the, and the desire continues to, st- to remain, then God does have a plan for fulfilling it. Um, and we have to be willing to just bring that back to God over and over again and say, okay, Lord, teach me now the next step. What's the next thing I need to do? And now what do I need to do? And now what do I need to do? <laughs> and we want to help you identify those next steps to getting unblocked so you can make those changes in your life or your relationships that would lead to a more abundant life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let us help you make the changes that you feel that need to happen or you'd like to have happen 
in your life or your relationships today on More to Life. Let's take our concerns to the Lord. We'll start taking your calls. In the name of the Father, Father and the, the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we all have things in our life that we would like to change and that you are calling us to change so that we can be more effective witnesses of the power of your grace in our lives. And yet we often run up against walls and obstacles and challenges that we don't know how to overcome. But we know that you do. And so we bring those challenges to you, Lord, those difficulties we're facing in our own life or our relationships, those struggles we face in trying to respond to that call to grow and change and transform through your grace. And we ask you to give us the wisdom that we need to know what the next step is, the courage and fortitude we need to keep pursuing that path, even in the face of the obstacles and resistances we encounter, and the, and the courage that we need to keep going, even in the face of those obstacles. We ask you to deliver us and show us how to cooperate with your grace every step of the way so that we can glorify you, be our best selves, and work for the good of those others involved as we work to make these changes in our lives. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and in the name and of the, the Father, Father, the, the Son, Son, and the, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, the show is titled Blocked. Is someone or something standing between you and the changes you'd like to make in your own life or relationships? We want to help you get unblocked. Give us a call. The number is 877 573 7825. Again, that's 877 573 7825. Let's talk now with Karen, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Maryland. Hi, Karen. Welcome to More to Life. How can we help you out today? Hi. Um, this hits spot on. Um, I, okay. um, I was just telling my husband the other day, I was trying to explain to him my feelings that I can't change anything or do anything in the house. Because everywhere I turn, I smack into a wall, a wall. Just everything. I try and change something else, and I smack into a wall. And but what does um, that give mean? Give us a, yeah. a, like an example, Karen, yeah. so we can um, pinpoint this one. Yeah. Um, gosh, nothing's been right for many years, and we haven't worked as a team for ever since we got married, basically. And I've I've tried. I've brought that to him. We've gone to counseling. So our marriage is is awful and the kids are getting older now and they really mm. can take that in and see it and I'm trying to raise teenage boys and I run into problems with that like how they see examples of what's not right um my job so you're kind of, you, okay so 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 let me I guess you a question here because you're 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 kind of presenting a global problem, right? You know, this, yeah. this the, the whole big... Are you looking for help with that larger issue of kind of what do I do about all of the things? Or is there so, something specific yeah. that, it, that that's come up that you'd like particular help with today? Either way is fine. I, I mean, just want to clarify what you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's global, and but I don't... I, I mean, I'm awake at night, and I don't... I'm try, talking to God, and I'm like, I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know how to fix it. Give me anything. a concrete example of something that's really frustrating you where you're feeling blocked. Like you say, you keep walking into a wall. What would be the latest example of that? Communication with my husband. Um, we just dissolve into an argument immediately, and I feel like I have to be superhuman to change our patterns and not... What's the pattern? Like, walk me through the last conversation you had where you felt like it went, it went poorly. 
Um, so he's off on Friday, and we have been trying to, I've, I've been pushing to get our bathroom fit, finished because they've been torn apart for mold remediation three years ago, and both of our bathrooms, the kids and ours, have not been finished. And so I wanted one of them done before the holidays because we're always working on something during the holidays. And so Friday he's off of work, and he said, you know, he he very, he just indirectly said, you know, we can go look at stuff. And I'm like, do you mean... You know, and I'm trying to get him to say specifically, you want me to go with you to look for something? And he's like, yes. And I said, that's fine. And I, I, I'm mad because if I direct anything of his time, he bites my head off that I'm trying to boss him around. I know this isn't very clear. Um, no, it's, it's perfectly clear. No, I, I, he, well, he does what he wants to do, and everybody else is supposed to sort of dance around him. Is what I'm the sense I'm getting. Now, one last question. Um, you said that you'd done counseling, uh, as if you know you, you did it, and now you're not doing it anymore. What what happened there? We've tried a couple of different things. We've tried retreats. We've tried retrovi. We tried um, pastoral counseling, and there's no time to given to carry out what we need to carry out. Like I know what we need to do. I tried initially to keep us doing it. And that's that goes back to the very first thing when we were married, when I told him we are overwhelmed with the house and we're not going to have time to be a team. And okay. 17 years later, it's true. <laughs> All right. Well, here here's the thing. Here, he's, you know, what you've got here is a husband who, I, you know, who um, he, for whatever reason, I, you know, believes that, you know, he is sort of in charge of his own life and everybody else has to just kind of work around him. And he does what he wants to do, and the, and the rest of you all just have to kind of accommodate. And he's sort of motivated completely by how it he feels, feels and moment. if it's comfortable. So, you know, I don't know about anybody else who's listening. I have one friend who's really, really good at saying, I love working on major housing projects. And he'll <laughs> do this stuff for his, his family. He'll do it for his in-laws. He'll do it for his... But other than that, Most there people. are not a lot of us who on our off hours go, I want to rip apart the bathroom and rebuild it. So it's because he's not comfortable in something... He, eh, doesn't he just doesn't do not to do it. You know, so, and, and the problem with that is, you know, your approach has been, Karen, to try to get him to be a partner in these things. You know, you're assuming that, that he wants to be your partner, and he doesn't. He wants to do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. Um, and so the only way to get somebody who has that attitude to do anything is to basically make them do it. Um, and, 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 and that's where things have fallen apart, because when he shows you that he doesn't want to be your partner, then you just stop, right? You stop pressing the issue, or you stop pursuing the project, or you stop the counseling, because, you know, what's the point of doing the thing if my partner won't let me do the thing? And I understand that. That makes perfect sense, right? Um, but the only problem is that ends up enabling him to continue to be this sort of selfish, even narcissistic person who just does what he wants to do when he feels like doing it. So I'm going to suggest to you that you need to get back into counseling. If he won't go with you, then you need to go to learn how to strengthen yourself uh, so that you can set the appropriate boundaries with this guy. Uh, that need to, because, it's, because this is not going to be easy to change. You've had 17 years of really um, him just doing what he feels like when he feels like doing it and the rest of you all unintentionally enabling it. It's not impossible, but it's going to take work. Um, so you're going to need support in making that happen. So I, if you are com- if there's somebody that you were comfortable working with previously, I'd encourage you to go back to working with them to get the support that you need, even if he won't join you. And stick with it until the relationship actually changes. Um, se- uh, secondly, um, when it comes to any of these things, you know, we don't ask his permission 
right? Um, so, for example, say you can say, listen, I, I'd, I'd like to have this bathroom done by the holidays. Can you give me a, a schedule to make this happen, or do I need to come up with that for myself? And hear Greg's words, though. Let's hit the first part of what you're saying, and then you can focus a little bit more on that second part, Greg. A lot of this needs to be, I need it on a calendar. We need to set a time and a place and a date. So if he's saying, yeah, we can go to the hardware store and look around, okay, are you available at 7 o'clock on Wednesday night and we will go before the store closes at 7 o'clock and we will pick it out and then this is when we're going to start doing it. We can't keep letting him now, just drift through his feelings without right. a set time. That might irritate him, but tough. He needs, he needs to do it. Now, let's say, that that, let's say you plan to do it on Friday, like you said, and Friday comes and goes and it doesn't happen. What, what do you do? Saturday, you go out and you buy it yourself. Now that's gonna you're gonna oh my gosh I can't do that yeah you can and in fact you have to now but but he's gonna get mad at me well yeah he will because now you're pushing the the, the thing forward and you're not just you're not just worshiping the feelings see what's what happened in their household God isn't the Lord of your household his feelings are and you all worship at the altar of his feelings you haven't mentioned and that's to do not that. good for your house it's not good for your family you said both of those things but you got to realize it's not good for his soul so you got to tear down that idol of his of his fee of, of his feelings and how he worships his feelings and the rest of you are all supposed to be acolytes in this you know this religion of his emotions uh worshiping his feelings all the time and the only way to tear down that idol is to say i know what's good and just and right for my family and i'm going to do it whether you want to be part of that or not i'm inviting you to be part of it i'm asking you to be part of it i'm challenging you to be part of it but if you opt out I'm moving ahead. And then he's going to complain about it afterward. And you say, well, honey, I, I appreciate that you're upset, but next time we make a plan, then I expect you to follow through on it, or I'm going to go ahead, and the train's leaving the station without you. I love you too much to let you continue to place your feelings at the center of this family instead of what's good for the family. Now, again, that's going to terrify you, which is why I think you're going to need ongoing support from one of those counselors you were working with previously to make this happen. But that's really what's happening here. He, he's, made, he's made a god of his, of his feelings, of his comfort, uh, and he doesn't want anybody to challenge that deity. Uh, and all the rest of you have been forced to worship at that altar for 17 years of your life together. Uh, it's, time to, it's time to give up that idolatry and really place the Lord at the center of your marriage and family life, which means you being that prophetic woman of God that says, look, I, I love you. And here is a healthy way for us to do this together. But if you won't participate with that with me, then I'm going to do the healthy and holy thing on my own. And if that upsets you, well, you can either get you can get on the train. Yeah, please get on the train. But Karen, again, you've been worn down by this. But for all the years of your marriage, it's eroded you like, you know, water eroding rock. But with somebody who can give you the skills, this is not the kind of counseling where you're just sitting around kind of talking about your feelings about it. This is about you talking to your counselor and saying, I need skills on how to change the habits and behaviors in my husband and in our marriage. And then you'll have somebody to help walk you through each and every step of this and really make effective change. And even if you're the only person working on it, there's something called systems theory, which allows you to make changes in a relationship even if you're the only one working on it. So make sure that the counselor that you're working with is trained in systems theory. Karen, thank you so much for the call. I wish I had more time with you, but if there's more that we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com. Uh, we'd be happy to work with you on this. This is something that we do a lot with uh, in helping people really live in the face of these challenges faithfully and really pursue that Catholic vision of marriage for their relationships, even in the face of this, this really challenging situation. All right, with that, we have to take a break. When we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about the areas where you're blocked in trying to make a change in your life or your relationships. If you're struggling to make a change, if your efforts to make that change haven't been working out all that well, or you're not even sure where to start, 
Let us help you identify those next steps toward living a more abundant and grace-filled life. The number, 877-573-7825. Stick around. We'll be back with more of your calls and Bill Donahue from the Theology of the Body Institute in just a minute. The Wisdom of Mother Angelica. And we need to pray for all our world leaders and all those who are in such danger. See, in a day and age where people are getting further away from God, you get further away from goodness. Only God is good. Do you remember what our Lord said one day? Why do you call me good, he said. Only God is good. Only God. EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual fund. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. This Ave Maria radio program is brought to you in part by Fathom Events. The new feature film, Mother Teresa and Me, is in theaters for one night only, Thursday, October 5th. Mother Teresa and Me weaves together the stories of two women, Mother Teresa, who served the poor with love amidst her dark night of the soul, and Kavita, a young woman who is searching for love while struggling with her unexpected pregnancy. Information at FathomEvents.com. That's FathomEvents.com. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is titled Blocked. As we talk about the obstacles we often face when we're trying to make changes in our life or relationships, give us a call at 877-573-7825 if you'd like help in getting unblocked. Joining us right now, Bill Donahue from the Theology of the Body Institute. Bill, welcome to More to Life. Good morning, Dr. Greg and Lisa. Good to be with you. Good to have you with us. Well, you know, Bill, one of the things that often happens when we encounter obstacles as we're trying to make changes, we, we kind of throw up our hands and say, well, I guess God doesn't want us to do that. But that's not always the case, is it? It is not. It is not. That can almost kind of be the easy way out, right? Oh, there's a big boulder in front of me, and I guess I have to stop moving now. Um, <laughs> your your, your uh, title for the show today I love, and it, it, it conjures up a, a quote from Dr. Peter Kreeft that I love. So you're talking about being blocked. He says, and this is kind of reference to our whole life, right? Say your family life, your personal life. He says, God is an artist. You are a block of marble, and the chisel is everything. (laughs) I love this quote, and I've been bringing it into my own personal life and family life for a while now. Uh, The idea that, oh, there's resistance, oh, there's this block. Well, the whole point is like, yeah, that that's it. You're in an artist's studio, and God is an artist. And don't be afraid of this thing, this resistance, this chisel, which is everything. 
Um, just what is the Lord doing here? Ask the, you know, Lord, what are you sculpting away? What can be chiseled or polished or removed or added in the studio that is my life, right? We're called to be, as John Paul says, a masterpiece. That's kind of messy. There's a lot of stuff in the studio. We just got to ask him what he's up to. Well, let me ask you about this, okay? Because I think that one of the things that most of us think that God is doing whenever we, we hit those obstacles is he wants to make me more accepting. He wants to make me more, uh, you know, docile. He wants me to, and, and those, uh, you know, but I, I think that there can be truth to that. But I think that in many cases, he wants us to be more effective. He, he wants us to be more prophetic. He wants us to be more active yeah. and engaged. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think the, the second part is is our participation in this creation. In, in JP2's letter to artists, he says that we're, we're invited to make a masterpiece of our life. So we should also, you know, while there's the resistance or the friction or the chisel, it's also I'm participating in the shaping of my own heart. Wow. So there should be also a fruit of wonder, of delight, or also sometimes of a, a good, healthy pride of Wow, look how I've how far I've come. Like wow, you know, Rebecca and I've been married 20 years now. I can say, gosh, you know, we're growing. There's there's leaps and bounds to go. But look what God's been doing through the chisel of suffering our obstacles in our own marriage and family life. Wow. Yeah, and I think I think that, you know, the docility comes in from not not from settling right uh, with our life or relationship but rather being willing to learn how to approach those things in a different way in a way that god would have you so that we can create that masterpiece that he wants to make in our lives Mm -hmm. amen it's a participation and what a holy privilege with his grace to be a part of it it's pretty pretty staggering when you enter into that mindset amen bill if folks would like to learn more about your good work at the theology of the body institute uh, where can they turn for more information Yes, TOBinstitute.org. We have in-person courses and online as well now. We'd love to have you. TOBinstitute.org. Bill Donahue, thanks again for being with us. Always a pleasure. And listeners, we're taking your calls right now, helping you get unblocked as you're trying to make important changes in your life or relationships. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. We'll help you identify the next steps toward a more abundant life. 877-573-7825. Father Benedict Groeschel. I often go back to my childhood. In church, we love to be reverent, to Christ present in the Eucharist, to Christ on the cross. But I was also impressed by the reverence of my friends in the Salvation Army. They had a little band. And I used to walk past the band on Sunday morning on my way to church. And I was just a child. But I said, you know, they're trying to pray to God. They're showing reverence to God. All this was reverence. Now what do I see? I hear one irreverence after another. And week after week, month after month, the media churns out things that make fun of religion in general and make fun of Christianity in particular and particularly make fun of the Catholic Church. No class. Absolutely no class. EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio. Suffering in the world, personal suffering. One of the biggest things that keeps people from really giving themselves over to the Lord or joining an organized religion. Suffering doesn't seem to make sense. Why do children suffer? Why are there wars? Why is there persecution? Why are some people poor, others rich? Why is there such an imbalance? And on and on and on. 
a loving God wouldn't do that. Well, God doesn't do that. First of all, we did it to ourselves because in the beginning, right, we chose incorrectly. And then sin came into the world. It was not supposed to be like this, but God gives us free will. He does not want to force himself on us because otherwise we would be puppets. But how many of us can look back and forget what came out of a particular hard time? You don't learn really good, strong lessons when everything is going great. Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. Hi, I'm Lisa Popcheck. St. John Bosco is an important saint for Catholic families. Although he wasn't a parent, he was renowned for being a compassionate Christian teacher and the founder of a religious order dedicated to helping and educating children. At the time, people believed that children were little better than animals who responded only to physical punishment and harsh correction. One day in prayer, St. John Bosco received a heavenly vision where the Blessed Mother told him that children should be corrected not with blows, but with sweetness and charity. Deeply moved by this vision, Bosco developed an approach to discipline he called the preventive system, in contrast to what he considered to be the heavy-handed repressive system of his day. He taught his followers that even the most willful, defiant children would offer their heartfelt obedience if they were treated with love and respect. And not only did his approach work, but it raised a saint. His student, Saint Dominic Savio, is often called the first fruit of the preventive system. To learn more about Saint John Bosco and his preventive system, check out our book, Parenting Your Kids with Grace, or visit CatholicHOM.com. back, folks. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, Blocked. Is someone or something standing between you and the life or relationships that you are looking for? Let us help you get unblocked. Give us a call. Again, the number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- Five seven three seventy eight twenty five. Whether you're looking to make a change in your personal life, or you need to make a change in your relationship, and you're not sure what the next step might be, or how to get over the resistance that you're facing, either from the other person or yourself or the situation, the good news is, as Bill Donahue was sharing in his last segment, God has a plan. Let us help you identify the next steps in that plan. Eight seven seven five seven three. Seven eight two five. Before we go to our next call, we just want to send out congratulations to another member of the EWTN radio family. St. Therese Radio in Abilene, Kansas is celebrating eight years with us. Congratulations to Kate Wilson and her awesome team at KGIH. From your friends right here at EWTN and more to life. And wherever you're tuning into Catholic Radio, make sure that you are supporting your local station with your prayers and with your dollars as well. Keep Catholic Radio going strong and growing stronger every day by pledging your support to your local station. All right, and we are taking your calls right now at 877-573-7825. Call up and tell us, are you struggling to make a change you'd like to see happen in your life, 
or maybe an important relationship, your marriage, your family, does something or someone keep undermining or blocking your efforts to make that change? Maybe you feel like you're getting in your own way. Well, look, whatever the situation is, whatever the obstacles you're facing, we want to help you get unblocked and start walking that path to a more abundant life. 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Vicki, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Oklahoma on Oklahoma Catholic Radio. Hi, Vicki. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Um, I, I listen to your podcast, I read your books, and everything sounds really good, and I think I've got it figured out, but when it comes right down <laughs> to talking with somebody, oh, yeah. God bless you. I freeze. Um, I become afraid. Okay. And I can hear it in your voice now, too. Yeah, and it, is it specifically talking to someone about a concern you have, something that's going on in a relationship, or is it any time you have to communicate with somebody? What's going on with that? Uh, pretty much, it, as long as it's somebody that's important. It's my relationship or with a member of my family. Mm-hmm. or even a friend or somebody that even a counselor uh, okay are you working with the counselor right now Vicki yes well I was I put it on hold because okay. I had so many things going on right now uh-huh and okay. it was hard it was over the telephone and it was hard to hear them Okay, hmm. I understand. So, so um, is there a specific? I can respond to this in general, but is there a specific person or situation you'd like our our help with trying to handle, or or just you're looking for guidance on how you can get over the the fear in general of of talking to to people? Um, there is a specific person right now, and it's my husband. Okay, uh, and and I do want to know how to get over the fear. And what is the fear exactly? When you imagine, when you when you think about talking to him about, first of all, about what? What is it that you want to talk to him about? And then, secondly, what what goes through your head that says, "Oh, I better not talk to him about that." Well, um, the way he talks to me sometimes, mm-hmm. very disrespectful, and little barbs that he makes throughout the day. If there's something that I've done that that he has told me is my job. And I don't do it exactly right. The way he wants you to. Yeah. And then he and then he then he gives you a hard time about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you, you're you, what ha- and, and so when you think about talking to him about that, what what goes through your mind? What stops you? Uh huh. Well, my thoughts can go anywhere from he's going to get mad at me. He's not going to listen. He's going to tell me it's my fault. Um, Or he's going to get so mad he's going to leave or tell me to leave. And has has he ever left? Uh, Has that ever happened? No. Okay. 
So I just wanted to know kind of what we were dealing with here. Because, you know, um, f- fear uh, is a powerful drug. And, you know, it, it, it convinces us of thing. It convinces us that certain things are real that, that aren't. You know, so even this idea of, you know, if I say something to him, he'll, he'll, he'll leave or he'll tell me to leave. Um, first of all, if he told you to leave, you wouldn't have to go anywhere. <laughs> um, um, but but having said that, you know, um, the, all these thoughts, you know, are what St. Ignatius of Loyola would call a desolation, right? They're, they're, they're temptations from the enemy to not be the woman that God is calling you to be, that strong, whole, healed, godly, grace-filled, prophetic woman who is standing up for what's true and what's holy and what's just and right in your relationship. You know, God wants us to treat each other with respect. He made us in his image and likeness. And anytime we treat another person with disrespect, we're defacing the image of God. And that's a very serious thing. And that's especially true in marriage, where we are actually one with each other. He's not only, you know, tearing you down, but he's tearing himself down in that moment. It's unhealthy for both of you. And so, you know, God does want us to be able to charitably stand up um, in the face of those kinds of offenses and and say, you know, no more. You know, I, I deserve better than this. And frankly, you do, too. And I love you too much to allow you to continue to deface this image of God that is me and our marriage or yourself by acting that way. And, the, and, the, and of course, the enemy doesn't want us to do that, right? So he's screaming in your ear, Vicky, you know, don't do that because if you do, he'll get mad or he won't like it or he'll, he'll blame you or all those kinds of things. He might, the enemy might even be bringing up memories of something or some relationship you went through in your past, even in your childhood, if you saw your parents play this out or if they withheld any kind of love for you to get you to behave appropriately in their eyes all of that can come washing back over us in a moment where we're trying to live in a mutually respectful relationship especially in a marriage yeah and and lisa points to something that i am kind of picking up a scent of uh, and that is what what's called an attachment wound um and attachment wounds have to do with um experiences that we had in our childhood that that become core beliefs um that that end up dictating the way we behave in our adult relationships and you know what i'm picking up here is one of your core beliefs is you know don't don't rock the boat don't raise don't raise your head you know above the fields where you can get it chopped off you know keep your head down stay quiet just put up with it and get along get on with it uh, because if you don't there's going to be even just more you're going to be in more trouble right um and i don't know if that's true or not and if that rings true for your experience growing up but but that's definitely the, the the model that you're following in this relationship with your husband, which is preventing you from being that strong prophetic woman of God here. Um, and so, you know, I want you to identify those voices that you hear in your head as the voice of the enemy, as temptations. Um, to, and, and it's specifically, it's a temptation to, to sloth. Now, we, we think that, that sloth is laziness, but it's not really. Uh, sloth is the unwillingness to do something about an injustice that we see right in front of us. You know, where we see this is a problem, this is an injustice, and I say, oh, but I just don't have the energy to deal with it. I just don't have the strength to put up with it. I I just don't have what it takes to overcome that. And so we end up allowing evil to win by not standing up against the thing that's that's right there in front of us. And so the, the devil would like you to live in that place. Right where you're just always afraid and always always feeling like you're not up to the challenge that's in front of you. Um, the good news is that with with appropriate help and and with the, the right kind of guidance, you can learn to stand up to those voices and learn to 
charitably stand up to your husband when he's being disrespectful to you so that he can be a better man um, and you can have a better relationship. Um, And so actually, I I want, we talk a lot about this in my book, Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety. And you Uh, said you've read several of our books. Maybe that's one that you have read. But I'd I'd like you to dive back into it and check out the section on on desolations and consolations. but I do think that, you know, you, I know that you were working with, with a, a counselor and you were doing telehealth in some way. Um, and, you know, if you, if you felt good about the work that you were doing, I'd encourage you to reconnect with that person, whoever they were, okay? Because I know that you had a lot of things going on, but it, what it sounds to me like is that you were feeling frustrated, right? That, that maybe things weren't changing as quickly as you'd like or that you were, you were getting nervous about the things you were being asked to do. And it was, you know, you, you started kind of looking for reasons to stop. Um, and I think that you, you, you really need to reconnect with that person who can help you sort out all of these negative, unhealthy messages in your head and heal those attachment wounds so that you can go back and be that strong woman of God that you need to be, that your husband needs to be, that, that if you have kids, your kids need you to be as well, so that you can, your marriage can be that effective witness of God's love in the world. So I just want to encourage you, Vicki, you know, you've been, it's been a long, hard road, but I believe that God has healing for you in store. Uh, the, the resources I suggested to you, I think will be tremendously helpful. I mean, you could run with the suggestions we've made on the show, but I, I think that you're going to get, you know, kind of get off the call and get, get sort of overwhelmed by the idea of doing these things that I'm suggesting to you. But start there. Um, I would also encourage you, before you say anything to anybody, uh, especially your husband, but really anybody, if you have a conversation you want to have, write it out ahead of time. You know, write out exactly what you want to say. Um, and write out, you know, what you think the major objections are that they might say. Like, you know, if, if, oh, they might blame me. Okay, well, what would, how would they blame you? Or they, they might get mad at me. Okay, well, how would they get mad at you? Write it out. And then sit with it and pray about it and write out your response to that. Okay? And then every day in prayer, okay, Lord, help me to be that strong, prophetic woman that you want me to be and, and know how to say these things. Right? And I want you to actually rehearse it. Say it out loud. Listen to yourself saying it in a, in a strong, confident voice practice it and then imagine them saying those those things putting up those objections and imagine yourself responding to it by writing it out it's going to be really important for you to write this out and then just mentally or or actually i prefer you to do it out loud rehearse it out loud so you can really hear yourself saying those words in that strong confident charitable voice that you want to have the more you rehearse it the more likely it is that you'll be able to do it in the moment um, but it's all about the practice, and it's all about getting those those desolations out of your head so that you can hear the voice of the Holy Spirit showing you how to be that strong, confident, prophetic woman that I know he's calling you to be in this situation. And the writing it out will help that happen, because when we just do these things in our thoughts, Satan's very good at sneaking negative degrading thoughts back in and we don't even have a full sentence going on in our mind without those whispers in the back of our heads but when we take the time to write it out and i will say this not just on a computer but if it's possible in longhand write it out so that you actually have your full cognitive brain working for you and you that gets rid of a lot of that internal noise and then, as Greg said, if you practice that out loud, and if you're, you know, if you're afraid your husband's going to hear you talking to yourself in the house, go sit in the car. You know, tell him you're going to the supermarket. Go get your shopping done. Then sit in the car a few more minutes with that piece of paper and practice it out loud, or do it in your closet, or do it in the bathroom where you won't be bothered. 
but give yourself a chance for you to practice it and actually hear yourself being that grace-filled woman of God who can say these words. You will be building up the emotional muscle to be actually able to do it in real life. Uh, If you're comfortable, and again, if you're comfortable working with the person you were working with before, I really encourage you to connect with them. If you'd like to learn more about how we work with these kinds of issues, because we do a lot of this kind of work, helping people overcome these desolations that are stopping them from living the life that God is wanting them to live, you can reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com to learn more about the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling work. Again, that's catholiccounselors.com. But Vicki, I know the suggestions we've given you here today will give you a place to start, and the additional resources like Unworried, A Life Without Anxiety, and the pastoral counseling uh, can give you the additional support that you might need to succeed at this. Thank you so much for the call. We've added you and your marriage to our More to Life prayer list. We have to head to our break, but as we do, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 12, verse 9. The Lord said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. You know, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, this scripture always left me flat for a really long time. I just didn't get it. I just, I just, it didn't make sense to me. It's sort of, when I, when I, when I used to hear it, I used to think St. Paul was just saying, you know, just, oh, well, <laughs> but that's not what he's saying at all. There's that sense of just don't do anything. Yeah. Well, you know? I, I can't, that's I can't never God's more. I, I couldn't fix it. Like this is, you know, he's referring to, you know, there were three times, three, there was something about his life. He was trying to change and three times he tried to change it. It didn't change. And he was so frustrated. And then, you know, he came with the, the, this, this revelation. Um, and, you know, so it sort of reads like, well, just, just give up. That's not what he's saying at all. No, and certainly St. Paul never gave up. Certainly not. No, so what he's saying here is exactly what we've been talking about throughout the program. You know, when we are failing to succeed on our own power, you know, what we need to do is recognize that God is saying, I want to teach you a different way to approach this. Let me show you the next steps to take. And so we start with that prayer that we talked about at the very beginning of the show. Lord, I don't know how to do this. I have no idea what next step to take. Teach me. I want to learn. Show me where to work. Show me what to do. Let me know the next step. Not even necessarily the big picture. I don't need to see the big picture. I don't need to see have the ultimate answer. I just need the next step. Show me what that would look like. And when I do that, God's power is made perfect in my weakness because he is not only going to walk me through the steps toward a solution, but he's also going to help me become that stronger, more capable, competent person that he's creating me to be day by day through his grace. And you can do that, you know, you can certainly do that in a very prayerful, you know, just a very like business-like tone with God. But if that's not where you're at, you can do that crying your eyes out, begging him to show you the next step, confessing your weaknesses that you just can't do this on your own. You don't know what to do. God wants you how you genuinely are, and he will meet you there because he loves you so much. So just as St. Paul did, let's boast gladly of our weaknesses, even unto God, and ask him to give us the answers for those next steps and that his rest might be upon us. All right. Well, if you are feeling blocked 
and you're identifying with this and thinking, you know, I don't know what to do, and I'm not sure what the next step is, let us help you identify those next steps to getting unblocked and start walking that path to a more grace-filled, abundant life. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, 877-573-7825. If you're looking to make a change in some area of your life or an important relationship, and someone or something keeps undermining or blocking your efforts to make that change, let us help. 877-573-7825. Back after this. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. If we think like children, can we get a better workout? I'm Chuck Gatica, and this is Journey Strong. For many of us, getting a workout means going for a run, lifting weights, or doing some push-ups. But are we having fun doing any of those things? Many experts suggest that we need to incorporate play and fun into our workouts, just like when we were kids. We got plenty of exercise, climbing trees, playing ball, or chasing a friend. Now some personal trainers are incorporating childlike routines in their planned workouts to keep things fresh and filled with fun. The experts suggest that we watch kids at play and mirror their exercise. Kids don't usually run for miles and miles. They run, stop, jump, and play. Then they do it again. They mix things up. They laugh, they still sweat, and they still get out of breath. They get a good workout. We can do the same. For more on playful workouts, head over to our Journey Strong tab at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. Underwritten in part by this not-for-profit. Are you looking for peace? Longing for joy? Want to meet the giver of all goodness? God is calling the laity to bring Ignatian prayer into the suffering world. Work for the new evangelization. Go to LordTeachMeToPray.com. Order your free digital training and manual. Find true happiness and everlasting joy. Go to LordTeachMeToPray.com. And click on the red button today. It's free. Approved by the USCCB. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and we're talking about getting unblocked today if you're trying to make a change in your life for an important relationships. With that, let's go to our next caller. Who's up? We're talking with Will, who's listening to EWTN Radio in West Virginia. Hi, Will. Welcome to More to Life. How can we help? Okay, yeah. Um, I have an adopted son who uh, lived with us up until the age of uh, 13, ran away, and he's sort of oh, been in a lot of trouble since then. For a How while, old he is he now, with, uh, Will? Pardon? How old is he now? Well, he's 50 now. This is many years okay, ago. Okay, thank he you. He ran away. Right. Uh, basically, uh, he lived with a woman for several years. It was a fairly good relationship, but uh, then that broke up, and she died, and so forth. Uh, but he went to Florida with another woman who abandoned him when they got down there, 
and he's been homeless ever since then. Uh, last that was four years ago, five years ago. Uh, I've tried to reach out with him. I tried to vi- I visit him a number of times. I've tried to call him. I've tried to give him uh, a phone. Uh, I was just down there this summer for about two weeks, and it's just uh, he's very he's got uh, mental illness. He's uh, bipolar. And uh, he even doesn't get his uh, SSI anymore because he uh, just let it go or something and mm-hmm. lives from odd job to odd job. Uh, so I'm well, I'm sure so sorry this is going to yeah, reach him. Go ahead. You know, and, uh, well, and, and unfortunately, in some cases, it's, it's not possible to. I mean, you're doing a good thing by continuing to try to reach out to him and to continue to give him a way forward. Um, when it comes to helping somebody in this situation, you have to be sure that you're providing help that doesn't just, you know, address the immediate concern, but but tries to get him connected to ongoing support. You know, so you're letting him know that, look, I, I want to be able to support you. Um, here's what I would need you to do, to, you know, to to be able to, um, you know, for example, if you if you need this money, then I want to I want to make sure that you're getting to your psychiatrist, you know, that you're participating in a regular program. How can we make that happen? You know, so you're offering support that continues to point the way to a healthier life. Now, you know, as you're saying, he sounds like he's so struggling so much that he's having a hard time even keeping up with that. But unfortunately, you know, um, we have to respect a person's free will, even in the situation like this, where we, we can't force someone to take help that they're not willing to accept. Um, you can put them in a situation where, for example, you perhaps you could have him declared incompetent, in which case you could have him uh, ordered to some kind of treatment. Um, and that's something to speak about with a lawyer. Um, that's a very difficult path to go. But in a case like this, that might be your only bet um, to, to try to get him declared incompetent but so that even you can get then, him the help that he needs. You know, even then, he may not cooperate. Um, but if he doesn't cooperate at that point, then you could compel him to treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be the only way that you could really force the issue. Um, otherwise, I want you to keep doing what you're doing um, and, and making sure that whatever help you're offering him doesn't just get him out of the immediate hole, but, but really points him toward a healthier uh, future and, and allows him to take advantage of the opportunities that he does have. Well, I'm sorry that you're in this situation, and I wish that there was something I could do to to just take the pain away from all this. Um, But I hope that you'll be able to follow through with some of the things I've recommended here today. And we've added you and your son to our More to Life prayer list. Folks, that's all the time we've got for today's program. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And if you are looking for ways to get unblocked in pursuing the life God has for you in your life for relationships, Come learn more about the resources we have, especially the Pastoral Solutions Institute's pastoral telecounseling practice at catholiccounselors.com, where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage, family, or personal life in the light of God's grace. Check it out, catholiccounselors.com. Then get out there and celebrate the life God has for you, because when we live in God's grace, there really is so much more to life. Have a blessed day. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.